Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today is our special Q&A. So at the end of each month, I've started a new series where you guys get to email me or find me on all of my social media platforms and direct message me and send me questions. So I collected those questions and I have taken the top five questions. And I can tell you the last time that I did the Q&A, I talked an extremely long time. But um, I've got my halls here, and no, I'm not sponsored by halls. Halls wants to sponsor me. They can. But um, I've got a very scratchy throat. But I love you guys, and so I'm here. So if you see me reaching for the halls or my water, just know that um, what's going on with me right now and just hang with me. So, all right, so my first question. How do you stay focused? Well, first, I'm looking at the questions that I put from you guys. I'm going to tell you, number one, keep one of these. Okay, so here's my journal. And I have tons of these. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of addicted to journals. Um, and what's so wonderful about my best friend is that she knows this. So, you know, instead of getting me like a gift card or, or a random item, she gets me journal books. And so I go through them like wildfire. So I have journal books for particular things. Like this is my author goal journal book and my planner that I keep up with some goals that I have. So for example, I would love to go back and share this with you. Okay, I got all kinds of paper sticking out of here. It's not organized, neither is my life. Um, that's why I have to have a journal. Okay, so I don't know if you can see this or not. So I put, uh, 2019 will be the year I claim it in the name of Jesus, okay? So that's my little note to myself. And, and look, I'm even starting up here talking about Etsy. Like how do authors use Etsy? And, I, and I'm going and researching. So you see these are goals. Well, on the very day that I wrote these goals for my author goals, and I suggest you do one right now. So go get a piece of paper. You can steal my goals. You can take them. You can modify them. Number one, meet Patreon goal support. Okay, didn't happen, but I'm in the end of April. Um, Patreon still crickets, but I do have active supporters on my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. Okay, I'm already having to go to the halls, and we're only on number one. I'm going to get through this, guys. We're going to get through these questions. Um, you can go to my website at jenlowrywrites.com um, and you can see my blog post and I can, it'll have a direct link under the, um, in the description for you to get to go to my blog too. And so I'll have a more detailed write up these um, questions. So number one, Patreon didn't work out for me, but that doesn't mean it won't. But on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, 
I'm getting supporters there. So that's working out. And then I'm able to then take those funds, put them right back into my author life and my business and purchase author equipment, try things out, let you guys know about it. So, so that is working. So I could modify that. My support just isn't coming from that platform yet. Number two, create my jewelry line for Sweet Potato Jones. Well, I can tell you I am now on Etsy. You can look. I was actually gifted a donation through the podcast again. And I have an example. Oh, there it is. One of my necklaces that you cannot see because I'm not the best YouTuber in the world. And there's another one. And I'm making those right here. Oh, there's a better view. You still know I am God. Right on this desk. My little work desk. So the jewelry line has taken off. And even though Etsy is not necessarily the platform where I'm selling, I'm selling straight through PayPal. And it's working. And people are wearing their necklaces. All right. Number three. Hit 10,000 listeners on the podcast. Now, guys, when I wrote that, that was in the beginning of January, and it didn't take no time. As soon as I just put it out there in the universe, everybody just started showing up for the party and coming along for the Jen Lowry Writes podcast and hearing about this crazy journey of an author life from this small town girl. And I'm like, okay, this is working. And the more the merrier. So share out with everybody. We're now at over just over 11,000 followers. And so now I've got to adjust my goals again because now that I've got 10,000 listeners, now let me see what I could say by December. Yep. Cross out right now in front of you guys. I'm going to say 15,000 listeners on the podcast by December. Number four, watch Sweet Potato Jones do its thing. Ha. Break chains. That's what I wrote. I'm ready. So back in January, I thought Sweet Potato was going to be coming out spring. So I was very excited early on of the year, but I'm very glad how the Lord worked its timing out and Sweet Potato is coming out in September. That's given me a lot more time to research, to build my platform, to really give it a space, to give Sweet Potato a space for her to do her thing. Because as you guys know, debut authors, you know, we've got to work this life every single day in order to get our book into the hands of readers. So it's worked out. I can't wait. Mark your calendar, September 10th. I dare you. Go ahead, do it. All right. Number five. I wrote, Happy Renewal Year, Amazon bestseller. It happened with that particular journal. Not Everyday Mom Challenge, not the Teacher Challenge. Not fingerprint curriculum for my homeschool challenge. I specifically wrote right here, Happy Renewal Year, and it made it. And my son asked me, you know, to evaluate and look at my analytics and to determine where I was getting the most hits from. And I was saying, it's got to be Facebook Live. It's got to be Facebook interactions. It's just got to be the way that I'm connecting with people through the Bible devotionals. And... I love the content of Happy Renewal Year. It is one of my favorite devotionals so far. I'm working on the author devotional. It's going to be ready in December. 
and I cannot wait to share that one. So all of you guys can kind of get the inside challenge, kind of like how I work my own author life. By December, it's going to be all packaged up just for you in journal format and for um, you to challenge yourself on a day-to-day -day basis for the year 2020. So you need to say 2019 will be the year. Let's go ahead and know that in 2020, we're going to say 2020 is going to be our year in the name of Jesus. All right, so bestseller, checked it off. I can't believe it. So I got to update all of my sites yesterday because I wanted a new spring brand. I just wanted it to have flowers on it. I wanted to put everything up. I had just a couple of my devotionals up and I didn't have sweet potato up on my, ba my banners. I was able to put bestseller on my banners. And I just, I'm so excited to announce that. And what makes it even more special for me is that I received that status. I had been at a conference and I was around bunches of people and I was talking with so many people and I was networking. And that's something that has been a challenge for me in the past because I'm really shy. And I have never been to one of those huge conferences before. And it just happened to be that weekend that I was at that conference and I was talking with people, giving them my business cards, just sharing. And my devotional started flying off the shelves. And it was my mom's birthday. And on April the 2nd, it reached bestseller. And I said, thanks, Mama. So on her birthday, I know that exact date, is when Happy Renewal Year made the bestseller list on Amazon. And so I, I will keep that and treasure that memory forever in a day into eternity. I tell you that now. So I'm praying that it will continue to have some success along with my other journals. Like people will read Happy Renewal Year and they'll go, oh, wait, she's got Everyday Mom Challenge. Well, even if I'm not a mom and I'm an aunt or I'm a Bible study leader or I babysit, we can do these challenges. They're fun. Let's try them out. So who knows? That one might be the next one. Maybe I should cross that off. Let's take Happy Renewal Year off. Let's put Everyday Mom Challenge. See what we can do. Mother's Day is coming up. Maybe that's meant for me to do a promo. See, if I will be making this video and talking this stuff out, Promo needed. Okay, I wrote it down. All right, number six, organize a successful summer book tour. Well, definitely gotta cross out summer because my book's not coming out to the fall. So now it's fall winter book tour. And it's already taking off. So I have a festival, I have a couple of libraries, I have a bookstore. So when you look at the events that I'm having, I'm having parties. I'm having online parties. It's all coming together. And I still have so much time. So organizing these events has been a little rough <laughs> because when somebody emails me, I really try to do a quick turnaround and email them right back when I can. You know, like it's usually not within a day or so. What happens with me is if things get like snowballed and I just get like a thousand emails at once, there's that one that might get lost in there. But then I think, you know, that could be happening to the other people on the end of the line. 
So when you send out like these mass emails, when you're trying to book a tour, you just got to be patient and then you got to learn how to follow up. So I started out sending out the mass. Now I'm going to do some follow-ups in the next couple of weeks and I'm going to see if I can get any more bites for some tours. So number seven, become a full-time author. I think we need to put that on our list every single year because that's a goal that we should strive to do. Uh, we do want this as a full-time career, I'm pretty much guessing. Uh, <laughs> I know that's my goal. So becoming a full-time author takes work like this, takes the planning, the preparation, the research, and the time. And so I tell you, it is, uh, it's an exciting time, but you just have to stay focused. And so when people say the question, when they send it to me, how do you stay focused? Writing these goals down helps me, but I also have the podcast and that helps me be accountable because I'm challenging other people. I'm also challenging myself. And so I have to kind of stick with it. You know, it kind of helps me. And I'm in writing communities. So I have a community on Facebook. I'm in the, the writing community on Twitter and we're constantly supporting each other. And so that helps me to stay focused too. So you can find me on Twitter at Jen Lowry Writes, and you can follow me and then follow all of my gorgeous peeps that are on there. And we just got a great way that we connect and we communicate with one another. All right, my next question, who encouraged you to write? So I know for a fact that when I was in middle school, that's when I started to develop my, my passion and love for writing. Because when I was in eighth grade, my mom got me a typewriter. And so I'm thinking backwards before that brother typewriter even got into my room. What were the books that I was really just like tearing through? It was the Sweet Valley High series. And I knew that Elizabeth and Jessica were going to have to go to college. So why couldn't I write their series, right? Why couldn't I just change the names up, have them go to Chapel Hill? Yes, they went to Tar Heels and I'm uh, anti <laughs> and my son's talking about it, Chapel Hill right now, so we might have a house divided. <laughs> we'll see when August, when he turns in his application. But so I wrote that they were going to Chapel Hill, and it was just a whole new cast of characters, but it was really modeled after Sweet Valley High. So I can say that that work from Francine Pascal probably was that initial push for me. Another author was B.C. Andrews. Now, I was in middle school and I got a hold of the Heaven series and Flowers in the Attic. I know you guys remember those, and if you don't, you gotta go find them. Like, seriously, you need to find them. So, I remember those really just connecting me with characters. So, I've always been in love with characters. And that's why, hopefully, as an author, like that work has just stayed with me for so long. Like, what makes a character? real, authentic, lovable, challenging, frustrating, annoying. What are all those things that I can give to my character that can make them quirky and unique, but relatable? And I think because I so navigate towards books that have strong character development in them, that I tend to, to try to model that in my own work. So those are like two of the earliest ones that I know of that I can clearly state. And oh my gosh, Stephen King. I read, I read The Stand my eighth grade year. Um, the Talisman was one of my favorite books of all time back in the day. I need to reread that one. 
because it has stayed with me forever. But I was just a Stephen King fanatic in middle school, but I never tried to write horror early on. So now I'm writing horror because my love for horror and paranormal. And I just, I think those ways, like I have these stories all in my head and I just want to express them and get them out. And just looking back at that early development of who I read, it is just like this strange contrast, right? Like Sweet Valley High to Pet Cemetery, you know, <laughs> you know, BC Andrews Heaven series <laughs> to then me reading The Stand in the Dark Tower. I mean, so like you're talking like night and day. And so that's why I never put myself either in one of these category boxes. Like, sure, I love to write YA, and I probably will stick within that target audience. But as far as genre goes, hey, I'm going to honor my story and have it have a place for it to live. And I'm going to give it a space. and I'm going to let it grow. And that's kind of like maybe what continues to encourage me today is the way that I can navigate to books. All right. Somebody asked me who my favorite author was. Well, I did a blog post on this one and I listed my top favorite books, my top 10 books. And I will tell you that, of course, the Bible, I'm going to say, is my number one book. But if I had to pick a specific author, I do love the book of John. But I would even talk about, like, just books with you and say Tolkien is, is pretty much there for me. Um, I'm so glad that I discovered The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings within this past year. It is life-changing for me. Um, and I don't say things like that very lightly. I, I cannot tell you how much I love Hobbit and how much happiness it brought to me in my life with my child. But I also love Ray Bradbury. So I'm, I've got to say him as well. So there's, it's really hard to say who's my favorite author because, oh my gosh, I love so many. Like, you just don't know. Okay, so like my favorite poet, Emily Dickinson. Um, I did not do a poets list. I do have a list of favorite poets, though. I love Walt Whitman. I love, um, I mean, I could just go on and on. So I just, uh, maybe I'll do another poetry one another time. Okay, number three. How did I come up with challenges? So no, I don't make a list of challenges. The challenges come from a natural experience. So yes, I maybe am the challenge writer, the challenge mom. And my whole ministry was built on challenges. And so now it's just very natural for me, now that I have the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, just to do what motivates me. And that's when someone challenges me to do something. It's just the way it's framed. I take it on. It's easier for me to handle it. I don't know. It's, it's, not, a th it's not threatening. It's not bossy. It's, hey, I challenge you. And you can say no to the challenge. You don't have to say yes. But there's something about it that really motivates me and encourages me to keep walking in this faith. So it's every day. It's whatever happens in my day, a challenge comes from it. It comes from research because I've told you guys over and over the four things. You have to research. You have to connect with the Holy Spirit. You have to start contacting experts and contacting people and have the courage to do it all. And so when I'm researching things, challenges are just naturally formed from research and models that I'm seeing out there in the author world. 
So I'm doing a lot of work, guys. I'm doing a lot of research. The podcast takes a lot of time, too, because I'm reading all of the author's work that I'm interviewing, or I'm setting all of those up, and I'm, you know, scheduling in between homeschooling and full-time job. Now, this summer, I'll have a lot more freedoms to be able to, you know, to really dive into my writing. Right now, it's research. I'm in the middle of a publicity plan, and it's a very tight plan. And in December, I'm going to share it with you. Um, and I have shared little pieces of it, what to include in your publicity plan and ways to do so. But when you're in that publicity plan, you're so focused that challenges are just naturally, you know, coming up from like for right now, I'm researching social media. So how can I advance my social media platforms? How can I improve my videos? I'm researching that today, even before making this video. I'm like, what can I do like to make this video the best quality it can? I'm so glad that I was donated this camera. Um, I don't know the name of this camera. Um, but the difference in this camera is amazing to me compared to what I had before. And my son's going to help me make an intro this summer. And I've learned how to do the end screens. It's just going to get better with time. And I'm, and I'm fine with that because I want you guys to know that this is a process. That all this stuff does not just happen like boom overnight. That you've got to research it. You've got to contact people. You've got to figure things out. And it takes time. But I'm not giving up and I'm not going to stop myself from getting my voice out there and connecting with you guys because I don't have my screen yet, which has been ordered. So great news from that. I challenged myself to start asking questions to other authors. Like, so I've been engaging with a lot of authors now that I'm on the podcast and they'll be messaging me back and forth. And we're talking about events and we're talking about planning and they're giving me tips and I'm so thankful and <laughs> I'm learning through them with them and I made a tech list and I made a tour list from discussions that I've had and I know a photography friend and the idea of the backdrops the photography backdrops just really hit me strong on Friday because here's my photography friend going around taking videos and pictures. Uh, um, and um, I came up with the idea, why can't I have photography backdrops? That way I can interchange them out. I can get my gothic literature type one for like Halloween. I can get my horror going on. I can get my YA feel with my brick wall. And so the photography backdrops, came to me and I ordered my first one. So this, this it's coming. So within the next couple of weeks, hopefully I'll do a video on my photography wall and we'll play around with uh, the websites and I'll show you where I went and ordered them from. If, if it's good quality, I will recommend it. We'll see. So I come up with these challenges like on a day-to-day -day basis. And so today something hit me while I was on my blog. I was like, you know, I'm doing these, but I'm not really housing them other than on the podcast. So I've got my daily challenges on the podcast, but I'm not writing them anywhere. I'm not keeping a calendar of them anywhere. You know, I realized the mistake in that. I could have been doing this this whole entire year. So can't look back now. What I can do is I can move forward. 
and I've made a home for my challenges. So on my blog, I have a new page and I created it today. And I love the image that I created on canva.com and it's the racetrack. It shows the start line and it's the daily author challenge. So each day check in. So the first one, the first challenge is for you to create your own blog. So that way you can have a place to house things like this. And I love my GoDaddy website. And so my GoDaddy website has my blog boxes underneath that are hooked into my WordPress. And so when you click on those images, you'll be able to go to my WordPress blog and it's all housed in my Jen Lowry Writes. I was not gonna do another page for daily author challenges in my website, just because all the banners at the top, all of those pages are full and I'm still building my blog. So I decided today, why not? So I've got a new page on my blog. I updated my bios. Yesterday, I updated all my banners. Today was bio update. Now, new page. So I challenge you to start a blog, go to WordPress, go to mine, Jen Lowry Writes, and it's like jenlowrywrites.wordpress. Um, you can go to my website, jenlowrywrites.com, and you'll be able to see the blog under there under there and you'll be able to click on it it'll take you um and i'll put the description link but go ahead and uh, check out the blog and see how i'm able to just talk about my author life in this specific blog and then maybe other authors would be interested they could find the podcast that way they could find these videos this way and it's just a way for me to promote other authors too so that's what i'm trying to do and the blog is going to turn out to be the book reviews and a place where I can host authors, and it's just gotta build some more. I've already done one book review, and, uh, and within the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna have another one up there next week uh, when I'm gonna be um, meeting with uh, Greg Turnquist. So his book is gonna be up there. He, I'm reading Darklight right now, so those are some things. It's a, a sci-fi uh, fantasy. It's a YA fantasy through Clean Reads. So that one I'm gonna put on my blog. So number four. What am I currently working on now? Okay, so there's a little secret. And I guess I could share a little bit of it. So I am in the process of finalizing and revising one of my favorite stories that I've ever written. Like seriously, I love this cast of characters. Now Sweet Potato, she's my girl. She's gonna be my number one. She is, that's why my company from Etsy is called Sweet Potato and Company, <laughs> because everybody else has to fall in line behind her. But the good news is, is that my author life is going to continue. And after the Sweet Potato Jones release, you don't have to wait too much longer to get a new book of mine. And it's gonna be horror paranormal romance. I'm really, really excited about it. So it's going to be called, okay, first time anybody is hearing the title, it's got to be here on the podcast, right? The Hartwell Chronicles. And I'm naming it Hartwell because, of course, that's my character's last name. And Victoria needs to chronicle out her life story. It's going to be so many different things. I could not just say Teenage Exorcist. I couldn't do that for this series. I just, you know, just have the teenage exorcist up there. 
One, it had already been taken. And I do want Teenage Exorcist on the cover. So that way when people pick it up, they will realize what they're getting into. And they won't think it's, um, they'll know that it's about demonic possession. And of course, you know, that's got to be like right there on it. But I needed a name. And so I put out the name on Facebook. I threw it out there to my friends. I started seeing what my friends were recommending for my Exorcist series. And sure enough, oh, you can come in, honey. Um, and sure enough, that name just stayed with me the whole time. So I'm calling my son, who's walking through here right now. And I asked him, what did he think of the name? And he was like, yes, I like it. And I messaged my nieces. I messaged my close friends. I went online to my Sparrow Lodge team because those are my really close writing council. You know, those are my uh, Sparrow side chicks right now for my uh, Sweet Potato Jones release launch team. And so I talked to them about what was going on too. And it just fits. It's just perfect. And every other name I tried just would not work. Well, the Hartwell Chronicles is mine. And uh, it's going to be announced soon when that was going to be released. It's already went through the beta reads process once. Um, but I'm going to go through another round of betas. And that means I need to do some research and revise some more. I've already done the revisions from the first betas. But it's been a while. So I wrote it last summer, so that lets you know that what I'm going to be focused on this summer is not only my publicity plans, I'm going to be running my Sweet Potato Jones publicity plan, but I'm also at the same time, I'm going to be parallel building for the Hartwell Chronicles at the same time. That's what I'm working on, and you guys are the first to hear it. And how do I research if you want to know? That'll come later, because I already have my stack right here. Maybe this will give it away if anybody knows what this is. Um, and I'll do another podcast on how I'm researching for that before getting back into revising. Because I already have my plan. I'm going to do my plot plan for each chapter. I'm going to dissect it. I'm going to color code it. And I'm going to see if, you know, how I am advancing the plot. I'm really going to break it down. Um, it's at 58,000 words now, which I'm happy with that. So it could either go a little, I could condense it some, or I could beef it up some. I definitely don't want it to fall under 50,000 words. Um, I want it to stay 55,000 to 65,000 words. So I want to see if I can keep myself uh, in between this frame and know that it's a series. And every that means every three months, my publicity plan is to put out a new Hartwell Chronicles book. So that is going to be a challenge that I will gladly accept. So I have enjoyed the Q&A with you guys. If you have any additional questions for me on my author life, do not hesitate. Email me at jenlowrywrites at gmail.com and follow me on all my accounts. And uh, just let's hang out. All right. Bye.
Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. If you're looking for my challenge devotionals on Amazon, go right on over and type in Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry and you'll see my 30-day everyday mom challenge, my 30-day teacher challenge, fingerprint curriculum for my homeschool families, and one that's closest to my heart is the Happy Renewal Year challenge devotional. I dare you to go and check them out today. You can also find that they're on Kindle Unlimited because I want you guys to have access. I often put them up for free uh, promotional items. I'll do countdowns. Um, So that way you can grab one. You can gift them with a friend. You can share them out on your sites. And people can go on this journey with us. In December of 2019, look out for the release of my author challenge devotional. I'm looking forward to that one and sharing it with you. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.